is up, my love? It's Sarah B, and you're here with me on another episode of The Sarah B Show. Obviously, you clicked to listen to this, so you already know that, but I just thought I'd let you know in case anybody's like really stoned or something. There you go. I'm not. I have not done that in quite some time. So if you are, light one up for me and enjoy. Um, cause I miss it. <laughs> anyway, guys, what is up? Uh, like I said, welcome to another episode, a uh, little life update. I definitely going to have some, I think I'm going to do like a big life update episode, um, soon because things have been rough. I, you know, I have a lot of people that have been messaging me saying like, I'm so glad you're getting through this and you're doing better and, and I am doing better, but I maybe have not been like completely honest with how much I've been struggling or maybe I just didn't really realize how much I had been struggling till this week. Um, but it's, it's been a rough week. I, it's definitely been a roller coaster. And I think I had like a massive breakdown this week because I started honestly getting really worried about myself. And let me preface that by saying like, no, I wasn't having bad or scary thoughts like that. Cause that's what everybody thinks when I say that, but it was more like a, okay, it's been, you know, almost a month and a half since this happened. I feel like I should be a little more over this by now. And I get everybody heals differently. Everybody takes different time, different measures and methods of, of healing. Um, everyone's different. And I am a very, like, I'm a very empathetic person. I have a lot of emotions. I attach hard. I love hard. I'm so loyal. Like, there's all that. So I, I'm sure it is harder for somebody with my personality type to to detach and accept a situation like this, whatever. But either way, like, like I said, I just feel like I should have been a little further along than the way I was this week. So then I started getting scared thinking like, am I ever going to get over this? I started feeling completely hopeless. And that was a scary feeling. And just the thought of like, what, you know, I just like, my mind would just get so tied up. I couldn't think of anything else. And I don't know. It's just, it's just been really difficult for me, but I've also learned a lot. And the more research I'm doing and the more I'm learning and seeing how I'm not alone and there actually is a condition and this is a whole process and a lot of trauma and stuff here. It's really crazy. The more I'm getting educated, the more I'm understanding and the more it is helping. So, um, if you notice, I sound pretty bubbly and good today. Uh, if you would have heard me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not so much. Um, but yeah, I had a little turnaround yesterday. I've been doing better. I'm feeling real freaking good today. Like real, real good. I uh, had, I had a lot of wins today. Let's talk about those really quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to boost myself up a little. Um, it was just a really good day. Everything at work went well. Um, I'm down another two pounds, which I didn't even mean to do. Probably because Aunt Flo left town. You know what I'm saying? She got her ass out of here. So that was probably a lot of that. Um, but I had some really, really good workouts this week. I'd been slacking the past couple weeks. And I think that's a lot of it as well. Um, endorphins affect everyone differently. But for me, they're like crack. Uh, they're great. <laughs> Not saying crack is great, but you know, it really, <laughs> it boosts me up. It boosts me up and lifts my spirits and gives me a lot of energy. So I had a lot of extra workouts this week and, and really pushed myself and it felt so good. I was like, I remember why I do this now. And then today too, had some time to kill at work. So like I walked a mile around like the upstairs area that's vacant in our building. And, uh, then I did like 20 minutes of, you know, glutes and lower body and then went home and ran a 5k because I'm actually doing a a 5k coming up here in February. I do it every year. It's the hot chocolate 5k and every year I do it, I get there and I'm like, why the hell did I do this again? This is so miserable because it's in February in Texas, which is like our worst month. And, um, 
it's just it's freezing cold it's usually like i think i did it one year and it was like 13 degrees but it's it's anywhere usually from like 10 to 25 degrees when it happens and it's like at six in the morning and it's just it's so miserable and then after like it's the hot chocolate run so when you're done you get this finisher mug and it has like the most delicious hot chocolate i don't know how they make it but it is so good it's like thick and like so chocolatey it's like it's heaven in a cup so they give you hot chocolate they give you actual like melted chocolate for dipping like a like a dessert like fondue chocolate kind of and they give you fruits and pretzels and all these marshmallows yum to dip in it and then they've actually as of last year started adding you can if you're 21 and up you can add liquor to it so you can add whiskey or like a irish cream or something to your um to your hot chocolate anyway (laughs) that all being said by the time you're done running a 5k like the last thing you want is like thick ass syrupy hot chocolate right and then you're freezing and it's so miserable and then the traffic to get out of there is god awful and then every year when you're done you're like never again and then it takes a year to come around again and you forget how shitty it is and then you sign up again and the biggest thing is their gear is awesome they do this by the way all over if you guys are into doing five i think they have a 5k 10k and 15k uh but it's called the hot chocolate run and the gear that they give out like for signing up is so awesome it's always a hoodie and it's a really really nice running hoodie i still have like the last three and I wear them all the time I literally wore mine from like four years ago today when I ran my 5k so I don't know why I'm promoting this they don't work for me and vice versa like I get nothing out of this but anyway if it floats your boat they're usually like February March so if you look it up it's a fun one to do and let me know if you do it Ooh, we can send each other pictures and be like peace it'd be cute running buddies uh but that being said I was like, I need to run a 5K because I haven't been practicing for this. Not that it matters really, but whatever. And it was 26 degrees and so windy outside in Dallas today. But I was like, oh, this is so miserable. I'm going to do it. And I did. I wanted to keep it under 35 and I did like a 33-minute 5K. And it was the first one I ran in forever. So it was pretty good. So wins, wins, wins. Also, I'm having coffee right now and it's really hyping me up. So uh, I'm sorry if I'm talking fast. I believe there's an <laughs> I believe there's an option on the podcast apps on your phone because I found this by accident one day. I was like, what the hell did I do? You can speed up the podcast or you can slow it down. So like if you are listening to a podcast and you're like, this host talks too slow, you can speed it up and it makes it faster. And if vice versa, you have like a crackhead like me who's talking a million miles a minute or something, whatever, um, you can slow it down. You might have to do that today. I apologize. But no, I don't because I'm happy. I sound bipolar, right? I'm like, I've been so sad and now I'm great. Anyway, I've just been... I'll go into it on the next podcast, but I've just been making little steps to make things better. It's almost like detoxing. It literally is like a drug. And so I'm a couple days strong and that's where I'm at now. But I digress, y'all. Today I'm doing a spicy Q&A. I put it out there on Facebook. Thanks to everybody, by the way, if you go to my facebook.com forward slash the Sarah B. Morgan. A couple days ago, I was really bored and home alone. And I was like, I'm going to do a live because I wasn't going to eat dinner for like half an hour. And I went on for almost an hour and talked to you guys. It was so fun. So make sure to follow me on Facebook. And uh, I said I was going to do more on there. I promise I am. And I have started this week. It was very fun. So I put it out there that I was going to do a spicy Q&A. And if you wanted to be anonymous, you could message me um, on my website, sarahbshow.com. And a lot of you took advantage. I got a few questions on my Facebook, but I got a ton, a ton in my uh, in my inbox. So let's go through these together. It's a good thing I'm talking fast because I have so many to get through and I want to get to all of them today. So let's get into this, shall we? Spicy Q&A. <laughs> All right, here we go. Spicy Q&A. 
Ooh, some people don't like it when I do that. But I can't help it. I want to sing. All comments. Ooh, I'm ready for some trolls. Should I read the trolls or not? I know there's going to be at least one troll. Um, have you ever had a... <laughs> oh, good. Okay, first of all, let me also say, this is super um, going to be like very XXX rated. I asked for this. I wanted to do it. Um, so just know if you're at work or around any children or anyone you would feel uncomfortable listening to sexual stuff around, uh, put your headphones in or like just listen later. And mom, please don't listen. And all my mom's friends and teachers who I went to school with and people who might judge me for being disgustingly dirty because this is going to be real dirty. I'm just reading the first question here. This is going to be naughty and disgusting and like you porn style. So please, um, if you don't like this kind of stuff or you're going to judge me, um, for doing weird things, please don't listen. And mom, I don't care if you judge me or not. Just don't listen, mom. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Question number one. This is on Facebook from Brent. Have you ever had a cream pie gangbang? Oh, and a side note, I ate your burger a few weeks ago at the waterfront, and again, it was excellent. Eee! Okay, everybody that tells me they're eating my burger, shout out to Panini P, the Cerebi Yummy Burger. You can go get it at any of his restaurants, I believe, or most of them. So good. Goat cheese, strawberry jam, bacon. My God. Bon appetit. Delicious. I'm glad you liked it. And again, uh, as you can see, I'm avoiding the cream pie thing. Okay. A cream pie gangbang. I don't think so. That I don't even know. Like, I know what a cream pie is and a gangbang. I'm assuming that's where every guy that bangs you comes inside of you. I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this. But anyway, if that's the case, then no. No, definitely not. I, um... First of all, I love sex and I've had a lot of sex and it's great and I'm very safe and careful. Um, so <laughs> I don't let anybody like do that. Uh, and even like he who shall, even Voldemort, he who shall not be named, who I just uh, left. He never did that either. Like hardly ever. Uh, I don't want kids um, and I'm not fixed or whatever. <laughs> I'm not spayed. Uh, so that was never a thing for me. So to answer, long story short, no, I've never had a cream pie gangbang. But I might look that up later when I'm watching porn because that sounds really interesting. So thank you for the suggestion, Brent. And the answer is no. All right, no question, just a statement <laughs> from Mike. You rock and you're a very positive person and you get me through my mornings. So don't give room for negativity. You don't have time for that. Thank you, Mike. That is so sweet. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. And I got to say, you guys have been so awesome. I say it every time, I know. But like, Seriously, I my support system with my friends and family and then all of you guys. That's just like I can't imagine doing this up without any of you guys because it's been so rough. Um, it really has. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And you are so sweet. Love this. Thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate it. If you ever have a question, let me know. Uh Ashley, favorite position. Hundred percent, without a doubt, absolutely love doggy style. I and also, I will say, like, in a relationship and out of relationship, it's different for me. And maybe that's a bad thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like sex got stale in my last relationship. And that's all really you have to go off of. But, like, when I'm not in a relationship and I'm just, like, wanting it and it's dirty and new and exciting, doggy style is so hot to me. Like, first of all, that position is great. You can be so rough. And I just, I love it. I love a guy that just, like, bends you over and, and takes advantage. Like, that is the hottest thing ever to me. And I've started really liking being on top. I used to not. I was very self-conscious about like my body and like if I was doing a good job and and I'm not really anymore. It's it's actually a lot more fun. So that one has grown on me a lot. Uh, but doggy style, hundred percent. I feel like every girl says doggy style. Is it true? I don't know. But um, yeah, I haven't had well, I haven't had sex in a long time. You guys, that might be a question later. But um, ooh, man, oh man, I uh, yeah, I miss it. 
It's been almost three months. Jesus. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jason is the next question. I don't know if I'll catch it in time. Put me down for everything. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jason. Chris, uh, are you ever going to do an OnlyFans Live? I wasn't really aware you could do an OnlyFans Live. But now that I know that, that is exciting. And you know what? I might do that very soon. Um, maybe this weekend. I'm pretty busy. Maybe next week. But I like that. Ooh, I could have like a glass of wine and do a, or eat an ice cream. Oh, my God. This is exciting. You know what? I'm going to do one. I'll think about this. Good idea, Chris. And then Brian says, is her OnlyFans worth the price? Well, I would think so. I will say um, if you'd like to subscribe, it really helps out. OnlyFans.com forward slash Sarah B. Morgan. It is only $9.99 a month. And that is like two cups of coffee from Starbucks. I know because I'm obsessed with coffee right now. Um, it's not not a lot, but it does help me a lot. And uh, I don't do fully nude or anything like that. It's just really um, basically some behind-the-scenes stuff in my life and sexy selfies, costumes, lingerie, workout gear, uh, basically that. And I try to post once or twice a week. So it's nothing major, but if I did nudes and stuff, I would charge a lot more. So I don't think nine ninety nine is that bad. I think it's worth the price. I know you didn't ask me, Brian, but that's my um, opinion. <laughs> Let's see. Uh I see serious relationship needed with a good guy. That's spam. We're going to block you. But if anybody goes and finds this girl, um, she needs some serious relationship, but only with a good guy, guys. So um, remember that. Delete. <laughs> uh, Charles, will we ever get the pleasure of seeing the infamous slap video from the ship? Asking for a friend. Oh, I love that I can talk about this now, you guys, because... Um, yeah, this was before my last relationship. I had to be hush-hush about it. And, uh, oh my God, I have to say like, this was my favorite sexual partner that I might have ever had. This Italian, um, we'll call him, uh, Koala because <laughs> that was his nickname for me or Chicho. Uh, he was older than me. He was probably like 12 years older than me. So he was, I think I was like 28 and he was like 34 or 35 maybe. No, 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 no. He was like 38. He was quite a bit older than me. Anyway, God, he was gorgeous. He was so tall, so tall, and, like, had that salt and pepper curly hair and the beard. Oh, my God. And he was an engineer, like, not a deck officer, so he's like, dirty always and wore those, like, coveralls and, like, was a hard-working Italian man. My God. My God. Sorry. Ladies, this is for you, I guess. Uh, but anyway, he really did it for me. And he was, like, kind of goofy and just, like, charming. And, like, this guy is talking about – I played – um before my relationship, I played the audio on the air. There was a video because we took a video of uh, one of our encounters one time and he is doing me doggy style, favorite position. Shout out to you. And uh, <laughs> my God, he was like slapping the hell out of my ass and it was so hot and the slaps are so loud and and oh Andy had his coveralls on in the video. I requested that he keep them on and he thought it was so weird, but I couldn't help it. Anyway, I might still have the video. Uh, might. Who knows, really? Uh, <laughs> woo, I'm getting flushed, you guys. But anyway, I uh, I doubt that I'll ever post the video. I could post some screenshots maybe on my OnlyFans, but I'd have to get his permission, and I don't know that he'd go for that. But anyway, sweet, sweet memories. That was a really great contract. I didn't get any work done. All I thought about was that guy, and the next time I'd be with him. Ooh, anyway, there you go. I think I had a sex addiction problem on cruise ships. I'm for real. All right, next question. Rob, what is your favorite way to be seduced? Again, this is so hard for me because I'm like in a, I'm out of a new relationship, out of a relationship, newly out of a relationship. So I'm like seduced as in sexually, I guess, maybe. 
I don't know. It's been so long. It's been so long since like the first time with a guy was like five years ago. It's so weird. Uh, it depends. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I like dirty. I like I like dirty talk. I like sexting. Um, my ultimate fantasy, I guess, would be <laughs> this is so dumb. It's literally from Fifty Shades of Grey. On I, I can't help it. It's a fantasy that I've had since I read it, and I want it. And that is, I would love for a guy to like blindfold me outside of the bedroom and take me into the bedroom and lay me on the bed, tie me up, my hands and and then put like a spreader bar on my feet, and then um. <laughs> put earbuds in my ear with like classical music or something you know I, I always think about that that scene and I'm like what if somebody put like Metallica in there <laughs> like master of puppets like it would be so not sexy anyway uh I just lost my train of thought I'm so goofy okay so anyway that and then like basically so you're you're hearing music, you can't see anything, you can't move your arms or your legs, and you're completely helpless. And so you can't see or hear, and your senses are heightened other than that. So your touch, you know, sensation, and and then just have your way. Like, that is so hot. I love that, and I miss that. I will say in my last relationship, I did some stuff for him that I wasn't the biggest fan of just because he liked it, and I wanted to please him. Like, and this is all in the very beginning. And then I asked for some stuff that I wanted, like this kind of stuff. And he was like, I just, you know, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. And I don't think it's good to do that kind of stuff until later in the relationship when, you know, the sex life gets stale. And so I was like, well, okay, well, that sucks. So basically I gave him everything and he gave me nothing that I wanted. And then later when our sex life got stale, which has been like the last three years, uh, he still didn't do it. When I brought it up constantly, set stuff out, asked for it, nothing. So I miss that stuff. I would really like to have some of that done to me. That would be lovely. Okay, next question. Anthony, Pensacola loves Sarah. Well, thank you, Anthony. I freaking love Pensacola. You know, guys, I do, because I think it was a couple podcasts ago I was talking about how much I love it. I do. I live there in a heartbeat, and I love all the people there. I do have some questions, but I'm going to send you a DM. Okay, well, thank you. I won't even say your name, because obviously you wanted to be um, anonymous. So thank you. Uh, Ernie, is it cool if there's a little backdoor give and take for both the guy and the gal during sex? This is a great question. I personally like, I like backdoor every once in a while. I don't like when a guy just goes for it. I have had a guy ask like, and then I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> and I've let him. Uh, I like it not often though. Um, speaking of the last thing I was talking about, um, my ex really liked that and he could never do it with a girl because nobody would let him or so he told me <laughs> he's probably another effing lie like all the others but I fell for it and not that I didn't want it anyway and I did do that and I like that and I actually um for one Valentine's Day <laughs> I bought this uh like dark green lingerie because it's his favorite color and I bought this like foxtail butt plug and it was like the hottest thing ever uh and I will say that's one thing I've been missing a lot because I haven't had that in a very long time. And I will say for the guy, if they want it, for sure, that's totally fine. But most guys don't seem to. And I've even had guys that I'm like, let me just, like, try a little or just, like, I can, you know, do one tiny thing and see if you like it. And some will agree and then immediately, like, nah, nah, it's not for me. Or just no. Which is fine. Like, it's totally up to them. Um, but, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I uh, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. ETB for life. Eat the booty, y'all. Are you ever going to stop complaining about, oh, that's a, <laughs> oh my God, I love you guys. Um, some guy I was hating on here. We have a troll from, oh, I don't even know where he's from or what he does, but uh, it's like a troll profile. But anyway, shout out to Victor who nailed him and uh, you guys are awesome. 
Uh, thank you, guys. Anyway, let's see. Next, we have Anthony who says, boobs. Boobs, indeed. You're a dirty girl because... Ooh, okay, good good one, Ronald. Let's see. I could go with any of the things I said. I'm a dirty girl because I like it in the back door <laughs> sometimes when the occasion strikes. So anyway, well, that is all for Facebook. Now we'll move on to the anonymous ones that are in my inbox, and we'll continue from there. <laughs> All right, let's get to our anonymous messages. Ooh, I hate trolls. This is why, like, I wish I could, like, let things go easily. But, uh, to sit there and say my love life is pathetic and <laughs> and that he's lucky he got out when he did. And I don't even know this person, so that's fun. And I also just looked at your pictures, and I think that um, you're just very sad. So I feel sorry for you, man. I hope things get better. But I digress. Let's move on to anonymous stuff. All right, here we go. Referencing the Facebook post about the saucy content and questions. You are pretty smart and sexy. I'd like to know about any opportunities about that information, photos and opportunities. I'm asking all of it without typing it out. <laughs> so if you throw my name on a question, that's fine. I may want to know or win something. Anything someone else gets, I'm not picky. You would probably like it too. I guess this thing includes my email. I don't understand what this means at all. I'm so sorry. Uh... I'm very confused. Maybe you were trying to do voice to text. I don't know. This is meant for your spicy podcast question. You've been going through a lot uh, living with your living situation and your breakup, but in time, like your next trip to Pensacola, would you ever consider a threesome? We think you're totally hot. Um, it all depends. Um, you know, I uh, I don't think I'd ever want to do a threesome in a relationship, um, as in I just feel like I wouldn't be able to handle that. Um, personally, but I don't know. It depends, <laughs> depends, uh, it depends on what kind of state I'm in, I suppose, or how well I knew you or how drunk we were or how hot you are. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> kind of caught me off guard. Um, so the question is, I'm not saying no, I would not be open to it, but it depends on the situation I was in, Jesse. I'm sorry. <laughs> it depends on the situation that I was in. And thank you for thinking I'm totally hot. I appreciate it. I'm flattered. Okay, next up. How can I get an autograph pick? I've been following your career for years, and I always get a laugh listening to Lex and Terry. I was also wondering if you might have some used or worn pantyhose that I can get. I have a thing for beautiful women who wear theirs. Thanks for considering my request. Well, I don't know. I'm, I don't have any, like, printed out photos or anything. Like, I don't, I've never done anything like that, honestly. So I'd have to look into that. But I think I could swing it. So um, just send me an email. Um, with your information and all of that, and I will see what I can do. Uh, next up, we have somebody else. We'll call him D. Just wondering if you had thought about spicing up your OnlyFans more since your relationship status has changed. I hope you're doing okay. Congrats on all of your success, and I wish nothing but the best for you. I absolutely have. Um, it, it worries me, like, sometimes just because, like, when I was on the Bear Grylls show, you know, they subscribed to my OnlyFans, and I had really a lot of stuff that I had on there already, um, if I never said that before, that's why I did that. Uh, so it feels weird. Like, so for that or like future second jobs or, you know, I, I'm just always worried about like who could get on there and, uh, and see that kind of stuff. But I absolutely have had that thought. Um, since I am single now, I could definitely spice it up a lot more. And I feel like I already have a little bit. I've definitely been like posting more and 
Um, and now obviously like I'm feeling a little more confident about myself and whatnot. So I, uh, in due time. And now I found out about the whole like OnlyFans live. Definitely like super fun. So I'm, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I could have just said yes, but that was a long yes. Yes. All right. Let's get through the next few. Here we go. Um, Keep me anonymous, please. Absolutely. Uh, Y'all answered my question on sudden death. I felt like I had to defend myself. I do a majority of the initiating, but I also do most of the romance and the wine and dining on an everyday basis, not just special occasions. I love that. So it's not like I'm putting in, I'm not putting in the effort. Just trying to feel like he's wanted sexually and get his dick sucked more than once or twice a year. But I get that comes with long-term relationships. Don't get me wrong. The sex is great when we do have it. But again, it's me putting in most of the effort and foreplay. That's my defense. I guess the question is what makes a girl want to suck a man's dick? Okay. I wish I could help more on this. I can give you my insight. Um, and I don't know if it'll make, it might just give you like solace and make you feel a little better. I will tell you this. So at the beginning of Teco and I's relationship, uh, I had some issues down there. Like basically when we tried to have sex, I would get like infections, which is weird. Uh, this is like TMI, but whatever. I, I talked about this when it happened on the, on the air and you guys know about it fully. Uh, so basically like we couldn't have sex a lot. So I was doing that to him often, like always. And um, <laughs> because it had to be like that. And, and I liked it. It was fun. And I will say like it was a good year and a half when our relationship sex and everything all the magic and spontaneity kind of all fell apart together kind of all happened at once right I feel like and I'll go into this later like the narcissist thing they like to love bomb you it's called the initiation or the infestation where they like make you think that you like everything the same as them and basically he got me on board fully and I was like this guy is made for me he likes everything I do and we have so much in common which could not be more far from the truth but basically like he was doing all those great things right and I was doing that for him all the time um but it did slow down. It, it did like a year and a half, two years in, we stopped having sex as much. It was like maybe once a week, sometimes once every two weeks. And then this is crazy because we went from having sex at least once a day, like at least it would be sometimes two to three times a day and all over. And just, it was great. Right. And it did, it slowed down and went to like the driest spell ever. And he would complain about it a lot. And I would complain that he never did anything for me. I was like, you did all these nice things. You made me think you're this person. And now you're completely different and you don't do any of this. So what's my motivation here? And even then, like, we would talk about it. And then I would even step my game up and he never would. So I'm like, what's the point? Why am I doing everything for this guy? (laughs) Like, cooking for him, paying half the bills, giving him everything once sexually all the time. Like, what am I getting out of this at all? Besides, like, a roommate. So that was my thing. But now you say you wine and dine her. You do everything nice and sweet. Maybe she's just in a rut. Um... I guess my question would be, have you tried talking to her about this at all? I know girls sometimes get uncomfortable, and then the more you ask, the more you feel like you're being needy and pushy, and they can push you away and because they feel the same. It's hard. Uh, I didn't do it often after about two years. I really didn't, except for, like, if I was drunk or something. I will say there was one time we went to see Carol G, and uh, traffic was really bad when we were leaving the concert, and I was really drunk, and I totally gave him roadhead, like, in the car while there was traffic. It was awesome. Um, But I will say now, like, I I never wanted to do it. I started resenting him and things were going bad and I never wanted to do it. And I never did it often. And he would say it too. I just, maybe it is a thing that comes with long-term relationships. I, I don't know, maybe do some research online. I'm validating it. I'm I'm telling you it, same thing happened here, but I don't know how to fix it. I would say maybe counseling, therapy, a sex therapist. There's so many out there. And, you know, maybe look into that a little and and be careful. I know it'd be hard if she saw you looking. That can sometimes hurt. You know, it's just it's it's a definitely a walk on eggshells situation. But I feel for you. And, and I will say this, like 
ever since we broke up and now I'm getting like so horny again, I'm craving doing that so bad. Not to him, obviously, but just in general, like I miss it. So I don't know. It's just really weird. (laughs) It's just something about being single now. I'm like, I need it. Like, I don't know. It's weird, but I feel for you so, so much. And uh, let me know if I can help in any way. Reach out to me anytime personally, like seriously. Um, and I'll help in any way I can. Uh, but I do feel for you and good luck. And you guys are like the cutest couple ever. And I just hope everything works out. Okay. Uh, let's see another anonymous. Hello, beautiful. What may I ask? Well, you could have asked anything. (laughs) That was your question. What can I ask? All right, guys, we have a few more to get to here. Have you ever had an experience where you flashed anyone in a more public setting in our country or another country? I actually have. So my first flashing experience was (laughs) so cliche in New Orleans. Um, I believe I was newly 21 and I went to New Orleans for the first time and wanted to get my beads and I did. And I, I even like held out. I was like, I need some respectable beads, not some crappy, just little plastic ones. And I got these really beautiful, like big sunflower be- beads. <laughs> like they actually had sunflowers on them and beads in between. They were so pretty. So I did. That was the first time I flashed my boobs, 21 years old um, in New Orleans. Um, but I've done it since, obviously. Um, I've done it in Cosmo when I worked on cruise ships. It was a topless pool and stuff. So I just like took my top off there and, and swam and stuff. Um, another time I did it for a shot of tequila in Mexico. God, Mexico, man. Mexico and titties, I swear. But I did. And the worst part, ooh, I was going to say, you guys could probably find it. You, If you've been to Mexico, I'm not going to say what part. And this part, you probably know about this bar there. But it's a bar that if you flash, you can get a free cocktail or a free tequila shot. And they take a picture of it and they put it in a book there. So my a picture of my boobs are definitely in a book there. Um, and then I guess I mooned somebody too. I mooned uh, a whole bus of hockey players, uh, when I was on my way to watch an away game for a hockey team. So those are my, uh, few experiences that I can think of. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right, next, this is, oh, this is a paragraph. This is not a spicy question or a question at all. I just want to tell you something. Been wanting to call the show, but I can never find a time to do so. Anyway, continue to stay strong. I can guarantee that once your lease ends, can you imagine the inner strength you will possess? Yes. All of your future relationships better watch out because after what you've been through, you'll no longer put up with BS from anyone. I have literally been saying the same thing to myself. Screw up once and you will drop them quick. Going through these emotions is why I listen to our favorite medical... Oh, Bleeding Through! Hell yeah! I love Bleeding Through. I would not be alive today if it wasn't for their music. I saw them when they came to Austin last year on my birthday. I know you unfortunately missed out on them. I did. I still got to meet Brandon, which was cool. I never miss a show when they come to town. If you need or want a concert buddy, let's go see them next time they come by. Hell yes, I'm in, dude. Guarantee you will not miss their set. <laughs> You'll be right up front stage. Oh, I love that just wanted to let you know you're awesome stay strong be strong and once this is over you'll be the strongest you've been physically and mentally take care of yourself and i'll end with a quote from an AEW wrestler are you my soulmate by the way an AEW wrestler and current women's champion timeless tony storm chin up tits out and watch for the shoe i love it that is a great message and i've i've been feeling the same way it's just i feel like once i get out of that apartment and get out of being in the area that i share with him it'll be better He's definitely a game player and knows what he's doing. And it's like, I push away, push away. I start feeling better. And then he tries to pull me back in and I'm just done with the games and I cannot wait to be out of there. 
And I'm like you. I've said the same thing. I'm like, I feel so sorry for any guy that wants to date me next because my standards are like sky effing high. Like, you do, you blink wrong, and I'm gonna be like, nope, red flag. <laughs> like, and I'm not saying I'm gonna be one of those girls that like punishes every guy, but I'm just gonna be so extra careful of who I let in. And now I know these signs to look for, like textbook narcissists. Like, it's it's just so crazy reading these things that they do, and I'm like, oh my god. And the crazy thing is, he even told me that he's like, I'm so good at gaslighting. I use your vulnerabilities against you when we're fighting, and I'm sorry I do that. And like, how did I not see it when I was so deep in it? I just couldn't even like. When he directly told me. So not to go into that too much, but you are right. And thank you so much for the kind words. I love that. I need to hear that. I need to keep being reminded of how strong I am because sometimes I forget and have those weak moments. But I can't wait. Only, uh, what, three and a half more months till I'm out of there. I can do this, right? (laughs) Anyway, dude, you're awesome. You sound like um, literally like my soulmate or my best friend. Like I would so be down to go to some wrestling shows and bleeding through shows with you. So (laughs) thank you. Just a question for your sexy episode. Are you a squirter? And if so, is it something that you enjoy or do you find gross and try to prevent it? Okay, so I never used to, like, understand what squirting was. Okay, who am I kidding? I still don't. There is so much of an argument, like, with scientists and regular people and everybody, like, saying it's pee. No, it's not. It's this. It's that. I basically was always, like, I thought it was kind of cool. And I was, like, I wish I could do it. And I never did. And I'll tell you the first time it happened. And I really think it's all, like, a mental thing. I really do. Because I never thought I could do it until I was on Tinder. Uh, it's been years ago, before I, right before I started working on cruise ships. And I met a hockey player on Tinder. And we went to a couple of dates. And then we started hooking up. And that was one of his first questions. Have you ever done it? And I was like, no. But I always like wanted to try. Like I thought it'd be cool. And he's like, I wonder if I could make you. And he freaking totally did. It happened. And I couldn't believe it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like That came out of me. What? And I almost felt like proud. Like I freaking did it. Like accomplished, you know, like, I don't know. I think it's really hot. I really love it. Um, And I know that like the guys I've been with that have done it to me, like it's such a like ego boost for them. They're like, feel like a freaking champion. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like, and it's just like all around good vibes. So that was the first time he made me do it. Um, And every time he, I would be with him, I I would do it. It was great. Um, And then on cruise ships, there was one Italian who I was with, and he was a cadet. He was very young, but for some reason, oh my God, every time, man, he soaked me. Like, it was crazy. Beds would be, like, ruined. And there was one time we were out on the open deck. I really hope my mom's not listening to this. We were out on the open deck, the top of the ship, and there was a wooden bench out there. And I remember I was wearing a blue dress and heels because it was formal night. And we had uh, been at crew bar drinking, and it was probably, like, around 1 a.m. or something. And we were out there, and I was sitting on this bench, and he was like fingering me and we were making out and he started going really hard and I squirted and I stood up and the bench, it was like a giant puddle on the bench, on this wooden bench. And I just like being able to actually actually see it instead of it being like soaked in the sheets. I'm like, that came out of me. Like, I don't even pee that much. Like what? (laughs) So it's crazy. Um, and I haven't done it in a while. Uh, I think Tego made me squirt once. And I remember I was really embarrassed when I did it with him. It was when we were first hooking up in the beginning. Uh, and I was on top and it felt really good. And I squirted all over him. It soaked him. It was like literally like pulled in his belly button. Like it was all over the bed, all over him. And I was mortified. I was mortified. And he thought it was the greatest thing in the entire world. Like he's like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. 
<laughs> so that made me feel like so reassured and so good. Uh, but that was the only time it happened with him, and that was like five years ago. So I have not done it in a very long time. Uh, I do get really wet, but I have not squirted in a long time. And once again, I would just like to preface, I really freaking hope my mom is not listening to this or any of her friends or anybody I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I should not release this episode. Oh, God. Anyway, a couple more here and we will be done. Hey, I was just thinking about what you're going through. After my son's mom told me she didn't love me anymore, one day it shattered my world. I was 37, very close in age. Uh, I learned a lot about myself after that. How to truly love me and care about me. I'm in a... I would just like to share this says how to truly love me and carrots about me. I think you meant care about me, but it says carrots and that is so funny. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> carrot. I carrot about you. <laughs> You're adorable. Um, I'm in a great relationship now and it's because I don't base my world around it. I have so much to say. If you want to be friends and talk or ever need someone to talk to, feel free. This is my email. I've learned a number even. Don't worry. I live in Montana and have a relationship, so I'm not going to try to creep. Take care of yourself. It'll get easier. Thank you so much. That is so funny that you had to like preface that with this is not being being creepy. Uh, but I do. I am... I, um, I started learning more about attachment styles and I'm definitely the anxious attachment style. And I'm also like a freaking like grade A people pleaser of everyone in my life, bosses, friends, family, boyfriend. Um, and a people pleaser definitely attaches hard and fast. And I'm very quick to like try to make somebody else's world perfect all the time and completely forget about myself. So I definitely started doing that, especially when all the like manipulation stuff started, you know, I, I completely made his world mine and forgot about me. I never went out anymore. I never did my hobbies anymore. So you're right. And that's another thing I'm going to be so, I swear to God, I'm not going to forget myself ever again. And I hope I can really do that. But I, I, I say it out loud, hoping that I never forget that again. So thank you for sending that. I love hearing stuff like this. It really, really gives me hope. I'm so sad you had to go through that. And I'm so happy that you came out um, higher and better than ever on the other side. So I will hit you up and I really, really appreciate it. And last but not least, here we go. Um, ooh, a lady. Hey, Sarah, I've listened to Lex and Terry every morning for years. Want to try the Go Cleanse, but I'm just so worried I won't have the willpower or have a bad reaction. I listened to your Smashing Goals episode. Oh, this isn't really a spicy thing, but we'll get into it anyway. Uh, and I want to try anything to get to my goal weight. I've slowly put back on my weight since 2020. I hit 190 and I'm 5'6". Hey, that's exactly where I was. 195.6, um, which has made me extremely depressed and defeated. I turn 40 next month and would love uh, would love to get a better looking weight for my son's graduation in May and this summer to feel young after hitting that big birthday number, please tell me on air and off record, is the Go Cleanse really worth it? At least help me jumpstart this hard journey of losing weight. I honestly don't think I will have the willpower for 30 days, so the 11 day could help me at all. Thanks so much. Um, it doesn't have to be off the air. I will tell you this right now. Uh, it's it's difficult uh, depending on, on your willpower. The fact that you said your willpower isn't great, 11 days. My mom did it as well. I will say she said the same thing. She's like, I don't think I could do 30. They tried to talk her into it, you know, because, you know, it's really great. And she's like, I'm just going to start with 11. And that jump started her so fast too. My mom is down now over 60 pounds, hundred percent. Like I don't get paid by go cleanse, like nothing. Like I, I swear. Um, and basically just to give you a quick little format of how it works, um, you'll have shake days. So you do one of their protein shakes in the morning, uh, one before bed. And then in the middle of the day, you get to eat like a four to 600 calorie meal. So I, my go-to, I do the same thing every time creature of habit. I would always do, um, grilled salmon and Brussels sprouts with like a sugar-free sauce, salt and pepper. It was really good. Um, or pepper. They're not supposed to do salt, but you know, I did like a little 
<laughs> um, and then on the cleanse days, you drink this juice like four times a day. I also do bone broth with it because I'm that person. If I drink soup or like hot tea, like it fills me up a lot. And it is hard. It's intense. You get angry. It's a lot. But I'm not joking, especially if you haven't done like a detox or anything. After those first four days, you do two cleanse days. Um, there's sorry, two shake days and two cleanse days. And then you weigh on that fifth morning and you won't believe your scale, especially the first time you do it. I swear to God, you won't like you can lose up to like, depending on how big you are and stuff, but you being the same weight as me and you've never done one, I guarantee you, you would probably lose like anywhere from like eight to 11 pounds in those first five days. So it definitely is worth it. It's, and if you're wanting to like do something that you can maintain more like just eating healthier and stuff. It's definitely a good jump start. It's just, you have to follow it. It's so easy. The steps are there. You have a coach that helps you and texts you. If you feel weak, you can text them. Uh, if you feel bad, you can text them. But I will say I've never had anything bad happen except for headaches sometimes. And it's very rare. And they say that's when you're not drinking enough water. So I just drink more water and I get over it. And it's, it's great. I've never had any adverse reactions to it. And my body reacts to everything. And I'm a total hypochondriac. <laughs> so I can tell you that is all good. Um, but yeah, I just, I think it's a really, really great way to jumpstart it. And you could always start with an 11 day. If it was easy for you or you found yourself really liking it, you could always order another one and continue from there. You know, or do that, eat healthy for a while, order another one and do another one. But it definitely does work. Uh, it's pricey, but it is worth it. So uh, that is my complete honest right there. I will always have Goklins on hand. And especially if I'm ever getting to like a scary weight again, I would totally do another one just to, you know, nip it in the bud again. So I hope that helps. Uh, stay, oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if this is anonymous. I don't think it was. Keep me updated. Um, I would love to hear the progress. And good luck. You got this. I promise. I literally was 190 and 5'6". That was my highest. And I and I was so depressed, just like you. And I weighed in this morning at 144.6, I believe it was. So you got this. I promise. It takes time. And that's what everybody says. And I always make someone punch them in the face. You took time to put this on. It takes time to take it off. But they are right. <laughs> it just takes consistency. That is the best word I can put out there for that is consistency. So good luck. Good luck. Good luck. You've got this. I believe in you. All right, you guys. Well, that was really fun. Um, I'm a little turned on. That was a, <laughs> was a really sexy, really spicy episode. I did one before and I didn't get near as good of questions as this. So, uh, I would like to say for like the 20th time, I really hope my mom doesn't listen. Um, if I offended anyone that sucks, just don't let me know. It'll hurt my feelings. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I hope that helped. If you guys ever have any, I'll do another one of these sometime soon. That was really, really fun, uh, to do. I love talking sex and sexual stuff. And it's been so long since I've done it that like, I don't know. Like, it feels so weird. I feel like a virgin. Woo! Talking sex for the very first time. Got to get used to it again. Single Sarah. Once, uh, once I get my confidence back, whoo, you guys better watch out. All you girls, too. Just kidding. Kind of. Maybe. I don't know. Coffee's kicking in again. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of The Sarah B Show. This was super fun. I love you all. And uh, until next time, I'll see you guys later. Stay spicy. Thundercats. Thundercats.